everyone. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining me once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue. I love this message that I'm about to deliver to you. Once again, we're doing parts one and part two. I hope you like that because I've learned that especially on like a YouTube 20 minutes, you guys are pretty much, you're able to sit You're chewing the message, you get it, and then know that part two's coming. You can always go back and get a full 40-minute message, but it'll be broken up into two parts so that, depending on your schedule, you can get it that way. So that's what we're going to do. I love this. We're calling this five essentials for winning the race. And I got this, the five, years ago from a guy named Warren Wearsby back when I was in Bible college and I would, I just, well, I still study like crazy today, but I mean, I studied and memorized and just loved how he broke down these five elements that we all need through our journeys. Amen. So I'm going to give you those. We might start one of them today and you'll see why in a minute. And then we'll continue with the final four of those next week. But where are we talking right now? We're talking about Paul. This is very dear to my heart. This, um, at this time of his life, he's in prison. You know, he was in prison twice. The first time was like a house arrest. He could come and go in Rome, and they kind of gave him liberties. People were allowed to visit him. And, but this final time, as he's writing to the Church of Philippi, all this will take place out of the book of Philippians as we continue on. They say this would be like his swan song, and that means what his final days. In fact, he asks uh, eventually for Timothy in Timothy to bring him his parchments and to bring him his papers. And we don't know if they ever met for a final time, Paul and Timothy. Timothy was his disciple, his young protege. So this stuff is real dear to my heart. I don't know. I just love this kind of stuff where even in prison, he's encouraging people Don't stop running your race, even during these tough times. And here he is. I mean, Nero is, Nero is at this time, Nero at this time is Putin. We all know, and I know this will, if you watch this two years from now, you'll, you'll remember what I'm saying with Ukraine. This is what's happening with Nero and the Christians And Paul's in prison because he was leading the charge for the Christians. And um, what kind of a race is it? He's in Philippi. His whole goal is to say, don't quit. Keep growing spiritually. You'll see he refers to our Christian journey as a race in quite a few uh, areas. 2 Timothy 4, chapter 4, 7 and 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25. He uses the language of an athlete. Right? 1 Corinthians 9.24. Let's look at it, at it together. It'll be on your screen. Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? He said, so run in a way, T-R-E-C-H-O, run, traco, run at a continuous pace so that you can receive it. And The goal there is, I thought this was so good too, and as you develop in your Christianity, you will start recognizing the goal is not to run your race so that you can compete with someone else as they're running theirs. That that starts out in your early walks of Christianity. But the goal will become 
Run your race that you may win in your world, in your sphere of influence. How are you growing in Christ? That's what that means. That's what all that is. Run so that you can win. What, in beating out a brother or a sister? No. Boy, that's a good word for someone. Run that you can win in your own walk with God. That you're growing. You're changing. You're looking more like Him. That's what all that is. You'll see it also in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we have such a cloud of witnesses, picture the Picture the cheering stands as the runner is running. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Run with endurance. Watch, here's our reference. Run with endurance the race. There it is again. There's Paul just giving this reference of an athlete in that this journey is a race to be won. Um, It's no ordinary race I have written here. Characteristics. You will recognize this word, characteristics of the way, of the race. I'm going to get to the five essentials in a minute, but I'm trying to show you a background of what this race is. Characteristics, A-G-O-N. What do you think that word is a root of another word? Agon e. Point being, in Hebrews 12, 1, when he's talking about running the race, you'll see in there the word agony, meaning it's not always going to be easy. That in the race, boy, this is rich as I'm just saying it, in the race to become like Christ, at times there will be agony because you're dying to the self-life. So Paul says, don't worry, just keep running. Run so that you will win in looking like Christ. Goodness gracious, I just, this is just all coming to me. It's a progress to become Christ-like. So, so number one, this is a, the characteristic of this race. It will be agon, A-G-O-N-Y. There will be some agony because you're dying to the self-life. Number two, I love this. It's unique to you. Man, this is, this is a brutal lesson. I preach this point to so many Christians. It is your race. You don't compete with other believers. Stay in your lane. Aren't you, isn't it, isn't it enough just to run your race, let alone worry what Betty and Sam are doing in their race? Keep your nose to the grindstone. You do your best with what Christ has given to you, and you'll make the finish line. Amen. It's unique to you. Hebrews 12, 1, the appointed course, the appointed race that is for you. I wrote down here, don't compare your track to someone else's track. Easy to say, hard to do, especially if it's a bummer season for you and you're just waiting for some fruit. I know what I'm talking about. But the fruit season comes and it's worth the wait. Characteristics of the way. So there's going to be agony, a little bit of that uh, as you die to self. Number two, characteristic, it's unique to you. Number three, this is, a, oh, this is a shouting one. It'll be full of obstacles. It's just called life. Full of obstacles, hurdles, hazards. But there's a purpose in every one of them. At this point in my life, I'm able to say that because I've seen it. Years ago, when you're going through and you're trying to jump a hurdle, think about you in a race. You're trying to jump the hurdle. Might be many times where that thing collapses underneath your feet because you just didn't get it yet. 
but you get up and you keep trying and a day comes where you've leaped, leapt over the hurdle and you've made it. Woo! I'm kind of getting all pumped up right now, standing behind here. Number four, you're running to win. And as we said, that is becoming more Christ-like. That's your goal. Number five characteristic about this race. I'm getting to the five essentials. I'm trying to give you a backdrop about you and your race. It'll take everything you have. And I know people who have vision out there are going, boy, is that the truth? Isn't it true? When you're running the journey and you're trying to do it Christ's way, it'll take everything you have. But the good news is you don't do it alone. If he's called you to do something in the journey, he's equipped you to do it. But you do have to get up and use what he's given you. I found this. I did a whole thing on an Olympian athlete as, as I actually did this in a conference. The, actual, the uh, average Olympian trains four hours a day, 310 days a year. How many days are there? 365. For six years before he succeeds. That translates into more than 7,000 hours of training for an event that lasts 60 seconds. My camera people are going, oh my gosh, I know, I know. Paul is saying this pursuit is, requires your lifetime. It's a lifetime of training, just like that Olympian athlete who for 60 seconds gets his yay. We get to finish Christ-like at the end, full on living a blessed life because of him. Amen. I think what I'll do is I'm going to get through two of the five essentials right now and we'll pick it up next week. So um, let's go. I have this. I wrote down here one more point. The most rewarding thing you could ever do is run the race. Okay. Going into the five essentials. Let's pick up two. Then we'll finish it next week with the, the final three. Five essentials. Again, Warren Wearsby. I thought he was fabulous in this. The each word starts with the letter D. So that might help you, especially if you're taking notes. I, got, I know I got some note takers out there. Five essentials to run this stay in your lane, give it all you got race. Number one, a dissatisfaction. Now watch, it's holy. So I'm, all this is coming out of the book of Philippians. The others were coming out of Hebrews. This is all coming out of Philippians. This is Paul sitting in a Roman prison. He says, not as though I've already attained, or another version will say obtained, meaning grabbed it all. Either I've already been made perfect. I, I, haven't, I haven't arrived, Paul said. I wrote in my notes, remember, he's 25 to 30 years in writing this. He, he's been around a while. And yet he says, I got a holy dissatisfaction. There's more in me that I want to do. There's more in me to grow into Christ-likeness. Five essentials to win the, win the race. There's a holy, I'm going to use the word restlessness, and that's not a good word for Christians, but flip it for me. Get, get on my page. Dissatisfaction, restless in that. You know there's more. If anyone could think he had arrived, it would be Paul. Numerous visions from the Lord, caught up into the heaven and saw things that no other person had ever seen. He has written the most profound theology ever penned. And here he, sa he says, I got to keep going forward. I got to keep moving ahead. Final days, a dungeon in Rome, 
And he says to Timothy, bring my parchments, bring my notes, bring my paper. Like for me, even when I go, even for a day overnight, I say to Mike, I got to get my briefcase. I got to have my books. I got to have my notebook. And I'm old school. I got to have my pen. I do that. There's just something to it. So how about you? Before we go into the second one and we close out the show, five essentials for winning the race, a holy dissatisfaction. I wrote down four areas. Are you dissatisfied at all relationally? Perhaps financially, are there some things you just know? Not ready yet, Jesus. Not ready yet. I got to get some things, my ducks in a row. It's, it's a good thing. Five essentials to, for winning the race. Holy dissatisfaction. Physically. Lord, just not, not where I need to be. Spiritually. Five essentials for winning the race. Number one, a dissatisfaction. And, and I will bring up those four categories throughout the message because it just helps you trigger your thoughts Ah, okay, I'm feeling okay spiritually, but man, yeah, financially, God, I want to, God, I'm not satisfied. That's okay. That's hunger. You'll start taking your steps toward that. Let's get one more under this show, and then we'll close it out, and we'll go to the next one. Number two, five essentials for winning the race. Devotion. Now watch. Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, 13a, this one thing I do, devotion pure concentration, keeping your eyes on the goal and let nothing distracting you. Paul said, my goal is that I would know him. Devotion. Are you devoted purely, strongly to what God's called you to do, to God himself? Concentration is a secret of power. Are you concentrating on the one thing? If a river is allowed to overflow its banks, the area around it becomes just a swamp. But if you dam up that river and control it, it can become a place of power. All that water in one place. Here I go again with my question. How about you relationally, financially, physically, and spiritually? Is there an area of concentration in those that you need to go, you know what? To five essentials to win my race. Hmm. I need to become more devoted in. And you fill in the blank. Amen. I hope those help you. We will pick it up next week with part two. Again, I'm giving you enough stuff that if you go back and you really take notes and you really sit in your quiet time and start to dissect it and, and, and start to apply it, it's, there's a lot in there. So... Hey, I want to pray with you. Um, I'm just thinking as I'm standing here, we got another note from a podcaster. Girls and guys, I, I'm just thrilled. Our messages are going, uh, I want to say around the world on podcast, and I thank you for that. Of course, with YouTube as well, but I didn't realize how many podcast listeners we have, and it thrills me. You know what I do? I picture the, the drivers, I do, sitting there punching up these shows, binge listening because so many of them fall into place one after the other. I, th I thank you for that. We also got more subscribers to our YouTube channel, which was a thrill. We're winding down season two. And um, I, I, I'm thrilled. I hope you are loving these. Of course, we have two more shows that we want to get under our belt to complete season two. But thank you. I want to thank you for listening. So let me pray. Father, I thank you for the brothers and the sisters who are watching 
but also the podcast listener who listened, Father. Thank you for them. Father, five essentials to win the race. The race thereon, will you help them? I know you will. Help them to reach to you, Father. We each run in our lone lane, not competing with each other, but growing in Christ-likeness. And we thank you, God. You've called us. You've equipped us. We got this through you. We win through you and because of you. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, main announcement is I'm getting ready in May for a class on leadership. You can register. I would hope you would. We, we will be three days, May 26th, 27th, and 28th. You just look at the uh, link on your screen. You can register. It starts at 125. I know you'll see 200 there, but that's for people getting Bible college credit. If you would like to just do the enrichment part, get that knowledge, come on, join us. Uh, I think you'll really benefit from it. So you don't have to be in ministry. You could be leading a company, leading your household, whatever it might be. We'd love to have you. So in the meantime, goodness, I know I'm always to say, like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll never miss a show. And uh, as always, if you would like to be a part and give, we certainly appreciate it. We can use it. Just go to anadoniministries.com, click the donate button, and you give to us, and uh, you'll see how who we touch, you touch. We're partners, and that's a blessing from God. Amen. So thank you again for joining us. And until next time, we'll see you again on Solutions with Anna Donahue. Amen.